What's going on? What's going on? I hate average podcast back with another week, another episode. I'm excited. Got a great guest, but first, of course, continue to rate, review, subscribe on Apple Podcasts. I hate average podcast. Check us out on SoundCloud. Anywhere you listen to podcasts, just check us out. Continue to support, review, let us know how we're doing. Let us know who you want to see on the show, who you don't want to see on the show. Um, just give us feedback period we look forward to it of course you can email us show at averagej.com once again show at averagej.com check us out on social media i hate average podcast on instagram i hate average jay on snapchat also got the new twitter good old jason on twitter check us out hit me up let me know what's going on with the show and like i said great guest we got this week carrie adela She's doing a lot of phenomenal things on social media and also her website, carryadella.com. Just sharing a lot of insights on her personal journey, uh, just as a spiritual journey of dealing with health and mindset and wellness. Great, great, great um, content that she shares. She has a whole movement. Skinny, well, healthy, not skinny, healthy, not skinny. So where she's just letting people know you don't got to look a certain way. Just focus on being your best self, being healthy. That's the goal. Not trying to be a size two. That's not the goal. We look trying to be our best selves, trying to be functional, trying to be great. So check out our conversation with Carrie Adela. All right, everyone. Back another week, another episode. I Hate Average Podcast. Very excited. We have a great guest. Been following her for probably about a year or a little bit more she tells an amazing story you got carrie adela how are you carrie i'm doing great thank you so much for having me uh, no problem today? i'm great i'm excited to have you um so what what drew me to you what made me want to have this conversation with you is that you're very very open and honest and that's just what i want to get your your perspective on um because a lot of people like to front on instagram and a lot a lot of people like to polish things up but you kind of you of course you show the your polished side but you also show like the the you show what's in the sauce you show the process so what what got you can you tell us a little bit about your story what got you sharing on social media in the first place um so taking it back to when i started um my fitness journey because i think that's how it started okay um, 2013 um, I decided, you know, I was bigger and I wanted to lose weight. Okay. And so I was going to use Instagram as a way to hold myself accountable and make sure, you know, I was posting my workouts. And um, that's really how I started. Like, I had no intention on, like, doing it for anyone else. Like, I didn't think that sharing my story would help anyone else. I really just wanted to hold myself accountable. Okay. So. Um, <laughs> sorry. Oh, okay. So, what made you, okay, you wanted to hold yourself accountable, and was you afraid of, like, the days, you know, when you didn't feel like working out, the days where you didn't work out, was you afraid of that, or was you just saying, you know, this is just part of the process? I thought it was part of the process. There were days in the beginning where it was frustrating, and it wasn't necessarily, like, the days that I didn't work out, or, you know, the days that I didn't eat right. It was more so, like, it was, it felt hard, it felt difficult, and sometimes it felt impossible. But yeah. as I was posting and as I was sharing, I did share all of that, and I realized that I wasn't alone. Yeah. And through that, 
you know, realizing that I wasn't alone and there were so many other people who were going through the same thing and needed me to be open and honest about my own journey, um, that's what continued, you know, me to keep keep doing it. Uh-huh. So what's, what's some of the things that, because of you, I'm sure you know that, that it is a little bit unusual that, you know, a lot of people, especially people who's into fitness, people who showing anything, they, they kind of don't show the bad parts. Um, what's some of the things that, that some of your followers are really letting you know along that journey? What, some things that my followers were letting me know? Yeah, while you, while you was doing the process that was kind of encouraging you. What was they saying? I got a lot of followers throughout the years who have opened up to me, um, whether through email, whether through a DM, and they've just told me their stories. And um, I can think back to like people who told me about even things that were not related to fitness at all. Okay. Just because I shared, you know, the vulnerable sides of me, they shared their vulnerable sides. They showed their their life and what they were going through. And I recall one time I had someone who was diagnosed with cancer at the time. Wow. And she didn't have any friends. And she reached out because she needed a friend. Wow. That's, that's that amazing. Like, no. <laughs> that's amazing. That's, that was amazing. So unexpected and so humbling. And it was messages like that that made me realize, like, this is what I'm supposed to be doing, regardless of what anyone else is doing what other pages are doing, what other pages, you know, choose to show or don't show, I have to continue to show the real, you That's know, true. the good, the bad, and the ugly. Of course. Why, why do you think that people are afraid of, you know, like you said, showing the real? Why do you think people are afraid of that? Why do you think people like to front and try to show images that is not totally, doesn't tell the full story? several different reasons. I know when there's a lot of like fitness accounts especially and I don't think I'm a fitness account. <laughs> <laughs> I know what a lot of fitness accounts is their business, is their livelihood and so they can't say or they feel like they can't say the real. They can't be open and honest. They just gotta show people like this is what you gotta do to lose weight. Yeah. This is what you gotta do to stay fit. This is what you gotta do to get a big butt and a flat stomach. Yeah. And sharing their truth they feel like if I do that I'm going to lose followers. I'm going to lose money. True. Or I don't want people knowing the real me. Yeah, I I'm definitely like, agree. This is who I am. This is me. <laughs> and I'm cool with who I am. I'm not trying to front for anybody. Yeah. I definitely agree. But I think, me personally, I think that they probably would sell more if they just was being honest. Like, we should know that you're not just selling tea and that's going to make you lose all that weight and make you have a flat stomach. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Right, exactly. And the downside to that is, like, there are so many people who are at a point where it's just, like, they're desperate and they want to do anything to lose weight. Yeah. And they do think, oh, shit, this person drank tea and they lost 50 pounds in two weeks. Let me drink the tea so I can do it, too. (laughs) Well, they're not showing themselves going to the gym. They're not showing. (laughs) Right. Exactly. Not showing them the truth. Um, And so I'm just like, no, this is this is hard. I'm struggling. You're going to see this. Because I want you to know that it's not going to be easy. It's very possible. It's absolutely possible. Yeah. But it's hard. So what made you, let's, let's go back to 2013, what made you not want to take the easy way out? What made you, you know, I'm sure you see even not only just the T's and the things, but you see the surgeries and the other things. What made you not want to follow that route? What made you just say, you know what, 
I'm just going to go through the process and, and do it the right way and, and and show everything. What made you not want to go the easy route? So for me, again, personal, I've actually been down all the routes. I struggled with weight my entire life. Okay. I've been overweight since I was born. All right. Um, and it's just like I was a teenager taking diet pills and all of that stuff. And I knew that that did not work. So I've tried everything. I've tra- tried what people call the easy way, which there really is no easy way. We know that. <laughs> and I was just like, you know what? I'm going to do this. I've tried everything else. Clearly, that didn't work. So I need to do the right thing, and I need to do it the right way and stop trying to take shortcuts because there is no shortcut you're trying to lose weight and change your life and become he- healthy because that was my actual goal to be healthy yeah and being healthy is just not like a six-month thing that's a lifetime thing of course i was like i'm gonna make a lifetime commitment to myself right, and that's why i was just like nope you're gonna eat better and you're gonna work out and so every day i set aside like 45 minutes and went to the gym right. and, and which is very doable it's it doesn't sound like it's doable because it's out of the norm. <laughs> but, yeah, exactly. But, you know, the, that time, I guess, that we was watching TV, you're going to be spending that in the gym. Right. But it doesn't always have to be in the gym. True. It can be in your house. It can be in front of the TV. You can put some music on. You can dance. You can go for a walk instead of taking the bus. Like, there's so many different things that we can do to bring it into our daily routine. True. So, what's some of the things that, I guess, even going back to when you first started, that being a woman that you kind of struggle with, with struggling with weight, is it a little bit, I, I would think that it would be a little bit more difficult being a woman, dealing with that rather than being a man. So, can you talk about some of the, the I guess, the mindset or the issues that, that a woman might have um, dealing with weight issues? funny that you say that i think that men and women both deal with the same issues but women are expected to women are just expected to freaking do everything men are not allowed to talk about their feelings or what they go through until like recently where it's just like so important and we're focusing on the man but i think we that we do both go through the same things the same struggles the same kind of insecurities okay it's just more so we, we talk about it with the woman um and I, I don't know. I didn't really struggle with that in terms of, like, on this journey. Okay. Not back then. It's funny that you bring that up because not back then. <laughs> so it, it was, for you, it was just, you know, what I'm trying to be healthy. I'm trying to right. live longer. I'm trying to, you know, combat, you know, issues. I'm, just, I'm trying to really be healthy. So it wasn't, a, it, it wasn't a mental issue. It was a health issue. Right. It wasn't a mental issue back then. More recently, I say that over the years, I gained some weight back, and I realized it wasn't, my issues weren't um, weight-related. You know, I realized, you know, I started having self-esteem issues and all these other things while I was slim. Mm. And it wasn't until I gained the weight back and was able to reflect, like, oh, shit, I really wasn't that happy. I was skinnier, but I wasn't that happy. Because I hadn't done the other work. I hadn't done the work on the inside. Mm. But that's interesting because how could that be? <laughs> I guess, I don't know. It's just, even though on the outside you're looking, you're looking your best, 
but you wasn't feeling your best at the same time. Right. But I think you, that's a lot of us. You think so? I think that's a big issue. I think that we are we live in a society where we are fixated on appearances. Yeah. We are fixated we are fixated on this this perfect image of a woman who is supposed to have, you know, this small small little frame with this big booty, you know, the small little waist and (laughs) big breasts. But then you achieved it and then still wasn't, (laughs) he wasn't. Right. Right. So back then I didn't realize that. And it wasn't until, like I said, I gained the weight back, but it's just like, so we're working on the outside, working out, working out, working out, but we're not doing the other things because there are other things that play a role into that. What are we feeding our minds while Mm. we're doing that? Mm. Like what other things are we doing to take care of ourselves as a whole? Mm. You know, the it's the mind, the body, and the soul. True, absolutely. I, you're definitely right. So you think that once? Do you think that you kind of was because of the account? Your initial role was the accountability. Do you think that that could have played a role? Since because you know you're supposed to be holding yourself accountable, and then you kind of slipped up. Do you think that was it, or it was just? something that you just know you didn't work on for yourself? I think I just know I didn't work on it for myself like I thought I was doing. I thought I was happy until, like, real-life situations came about. You know how they say you're going to get the same test over and over and over until you you learn the lesson. True. And so I was faced with different tests, and I was saying, and I'm like, why am I still going through the same thing over and over? And it's because... I was still in the same place mentally and emotionally. Mm. Yeah, that's powerful because it's like I look like the new me, but it's still the same old me. <laughs> right, it's still the same me, and mm. yeah. And I look back and I'm like, I don't re- like I don't regret it, of course. But of it's course, like, yo, I really didn't do the work that I should have been doing, but I'm doing it now, and I've done so much of it. So that person from 2013, like, that's an older version of myself. Yeah. And I appreciate that version. So I didn't even have this question planned, but what would the 2018 Carrie say to the 2013 Carrie? As corny as it may sound, love yourself. Mm. Love yourself. I didn't know what that meant, like, what that meant. Mm. We tell people, especially women, love yourself, love yourself, love yourself. But we don't tell each other what that really means. Mm. We don't tell each other, like, yo, love yourself, but that's going to take so much work. That's going to take daily work. Loving yourself is hard. It's so difficult. And it's something that you need to continuously work on every single day, and it never stops. True. And I think that's what I would tell her. Back then, she didn't know that. People were like, oh, self-love, love yourself. It was a hashtag. But it wasn't, you know, there was, like, no explanation of what that meant. And I get that people can't really tell you what that means because for everybody it means something different. But everybody's, self, everybody's journey to self-love is different. Yeah, absolutely right. I think, do you think that people are, are a little too hard on themselves or they have, like, certain expectations of themselves that is kind of like, it doesn't have to be that? We are our own worst critics. We beat ourselves up so much, so, so much. And outsiders looking in can look at the same thing that we're looking at, and they think it's so amazing. Yeah. And it's like, let yourself, let yourself be. 
And I've seen, um, I wanted to ask you about this. You made an amazing quote. I don't know if you originated it or you found it where you said, it's okay to not be okay. Absolutely. And And again, that goes back to the personas and these images that people feel that they need to display. mm -hmm. And how we were raised is also a... It's also a cultural thing. We were raised, especially women of color, like you need to be strong. True. Yeah. You you, you can't feel, you can't cry, you can't do this. You need to be strong for everybody. Yeah. And when we do cry or like we're going through something, the first thing people say to us is be strong. True. Which makes it seem like crying is a sign of weakness. Yeah. Crying is actually very strong. Crying is showing that you're human. Yeah. And that you feel. And, and a lot of times people go through things in life where like it's normal you should cry like certain things people right. you know, people go through major major things in life like you should cry that's that's just great. it's all right it's fine exactly right and now um i have a 13 year old son okay so i'm very big on telling him that it is okay to cry it is okay to feel we need to process these feelings exactly black men are definitely not allowed to do that no of course from, not from from, as soon as they come out the womb, is we're, t- we're telling them don't cry. Yeah. Man up. They fall. Oh, don't you cry. Get up. <laughs> Man up. Get up. Like yeah. they're feeling. They're human beings. It's true. <laughs> they feel. And, and then so I make sure that you know I want to change that. I don't want him to repeat that cycle. I don't want him to, you know, be a man who needs to recover from his childhood. But has all of this hostility built up inside of him and doesn't know what to do with it. Yeah. And so, it, it manifests in uh, hitting the woman he's end up with. <laughs> yeah. So I'm a big advocate for feelings. Yeah. And letting people know that you will not always be okay and that is perfectly okay. True. And especially, like you said, with women of color, um, I think... It's just my opinion because I, everyone has their own issues, but I think women of color go through slightly a little bit more, um, just because of like society and cultural things. Like, you know, you can meet the man of your dreams, and then he can make one slip up and be locked up for the next ten years, or you know, he could right. be killed by the police. And how do you, how do you deal with that? How do you rationalize that and still be strong? <laughs> so it, it's it's. It's difficult. I think it's difficult. It's but very difficult. It's very difficult. Raising a, a raising a black son is terrifying in today's world. Wow. Because he is he is my baby. He is my child. But the world doesn't view him as a child. True. Especially you said he's thirteen. Yeah, he's in their eyes. He's a man he's 13 now. Thirteen and he's so tall. And yeah. 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 So if he's a uh, if he does anything, oh, that man over there did that. He's only 13. but Right. But I make sure I speak life over my baby. I speak, of course. You know, positive words over him all the time. I pray over him all the time. Of course. You have to do in today's world. No, um, yeah. So do, do you talk to him about um, just the self-love aspect? Do you talk to him about, you know, just being in, in the headspace, being aware and being aware that, you know, he can make mistakes and things are going to be all right. Do you talk to him about things like that? I do. Um, it's new for me. And so 
and when I say new for me, like over the last year or two. Okay. And so as I learn and as I grow, I make sure that we grow and we're learning together. Yeah. And, you know, just like we go through things like insecurities and self-esteem issues, boys go through that too. Of course. And so I do have these conversations with him. Now, if he he doesn't open up. <laughs> he's, he's, yeah. So he opens up when he feels like you're the one he's ready, but I do plant the seed. Yeah. And that's all you could do, of course. And I think, um, especially with children, I think that age is just the time to just talk to them and then, like you said, plant the seed. And when they get a little bit older, that's when they always see, oh, mommy always told me this, and that was happening yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think back to when my mother told me things, and I'd be like, lady, you're crazy, leave me alone. You don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Now you're in your now 20s, and now it's, it's coming out. Right. <laughs> So what 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 do you tell your your son, if anything, about social media? He knows that his mom has a big following. Not huge, oh. but I have a big following. I love my followers. Yeah, they're my supporters. I don't like the word followers. Um, yeah, yes. Yeah. Big support but group. <laughs> I try to tell him that it's not real life. Mm. But we have to remember that these children, social media is all they know. Technology is all they know. Mm. We knew times before social media. Of course. They don't. So for them, it's real life. True. And it's kind of difficult. So there is like that gap between us. But he's just like so into his Snapchat and <laughs> that all the kids do is snap each other and go on Instagram. But I do remind him like that's, you know, that's not real life. Yeah. Us having the conversation right now, me and you, that's real. True. True. And so hopefully, you know, it gets through to him. But again, we don't know until he's older. <laughs> <laughs> so do you, do you do you view it as? Because honestly, it's weird. But I see people in their twenties and thirties fighting and <laughs> cursing each other out over over social media stuff. So. I know I that it's not real, but it, it's it's crazy. I, I refuse. I'm not arguing with anybody. <laughs> I did a lot of that in my 20s. I was a different person. Yeah. Completely different person. I'm not arguing with you. Like, <laughs> what, the things that people say and the things, like, if they'll post negativity, that's yeah. a reflection of them and how they feel about themselves. Of course. Yeah. I, and it's things like that that's just, like, it makes you not want to be on social media sometimes. True. Because there is so much negativity out there. True. And it's things that people would never say to you in real life, in person, if yeah. they saw you. Yeah. But they're just so comfortable and feel like they can do it on social media. And I've been very blessed because I don't have a lot of that. Yeah. And so I'm grateful for that. Well, you you, you show a very positive message. So you got to be, to go on your page and say something crazy, you got to be a real nut. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, people do. I mean, people do you know. yeah. it, it comes, you know. The world is not all just positivity, love, light. There is negativity. There's, you know. You're right. And so it comes. It doesn't come often. Yeah. And thank God. But and if it did, you know, you block it and you move on with your life. True. But sometimes you don't even block it. You delete the comment and leave them there because they're gonna make a fake page. Yeah. To continue to follow you, but yeah. you just leave it there. Yeah, act like yeah. it didn't bother you that, and just keep right. moving. Yeah. For my followers, bro, <laughs> we'll <laughs> deal with them for me because they do. So, so what's next for Carrie Adela? What's what's 
what's your next journey that that um you're going on? Oh, you see I yourself going on? I want to definitely get back into blogging on YouTube. Okay. Uh, yeah, I loved when I did that. It's just like a space where I can talk about whatever it is I'm going through, and it it helps others. It does, yeah. And I think that's whatever I do in life, it is to help someone else. Because I feel like that's that's what we're all here for. We're all help. We're all here to help each other in some way. And me being transparent is how I help others. Mm. And so I want to continue building my brand, you know, my healthy, not skinny. That's what I've always said. That's what I've always represented. That's me. That's my goal. And it's not bashing the skinny folks. Healthy, not skinny is just we're taking away from a size and we're placing the healthy on the whole, the whole person. Healthy Uh mind, healthy body, healthy you know and focusing on that that's major more events okay maybe a podcast nice I I think you you have a great story so I think a podcast would be great for you well thank you we'll see we'll see where where God takes me yeah definitely okay I once again I really really appreciate it let people know how they can reach out to you and all of that, because they should be following you already. But how can, if they're not, how can they get in contact with you? Um, through my um, website, which is carriadella dot com, which is C A R E Y A Z E L A dot com, or my Instagram, which is also the same, carriadella. Okay. And that's really it. Um, I'm not big on Twitter. I'm not a tweeter. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Instagram and my website. Okay. Great, Carrie. Thank you so much. I look forward to seeing the vlog and look forward to all that you have going on. Cause you, like I said, you definitely show a lot of positivity, which is something that we need in social media. Cause it's a lot of crazy stuff out there, but seeing your posts and very encouraging. So thank you. Thank you for having me. No problem. There you have it. I told you guys, great, great conversation with Carrie Adela. A lot of fun. Hope you guys got something out of that. Like I said earlier, please check her out, follow her, hit her up, let her know you was feeling her conversation, um, continue to support her, and look forward to the things that she has coming up in the near, near future. I'm excited about it. Also, continue to check, help us out, check us out, rate, review, subscribe on Apple Podcasts and all podcast platforms. Check us out on YouTube also. We've got some cool videos coming out. Check out our website, AverageJ.com. Once again, AverageJay.com. Talk to you guys soon.